Jaguars picks, they say they have the best draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. So we have to bet yeah. on stuff to get few, to 69. How can we not? Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. All right, well, a little celebration by Cool and the Gang to open the podcast because, uh, yeah, we had not one but two engagements go down since we last did a show. And, you know, we might as well play Celebrate as well because we have a very special guest uh, co-hosting tonight because Dave may or may not have passed. Uh, welcome, Smitty Oom. Uh, thank you for joining us and co-hosting tonight. It is an absolute pleasure. I'm glad to be here tonight. Awesome. Well, hey, we, I mean, you know, I'm the odds guy. What are the odds that I never thought Rosie or Sauce would ever, either one of them would ever get remarried, let alone both of them, let alone both of them getting engaged on the same day, 15 minutes apart. Now you're a math guy. You're a math teacher. Uh, I mean, I can't even take a stab at the odds. Do you have any thoughts? I think one in a kajillion billion is about exactly <laughs> what the odds were. <laughs> I think I saw that posted at Circa. So <laughs> that is crazy. Well, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm so excited. It's, it's so awesome. I'm so happy for Rosie coming from where he was, um, you know, during everything that his wife Denise went through, and then you know for Sauce too, you know, because I think anybody that's been a power trip lister for a long time feels that you know Sauce uh, got a pretty raw deal from uh, the person that we shall not name, who was his first wife. Um, and I'm very happy that he found Kel Sauce, and they seem very happy together so uh nothing but uh a love all around on the uh, on the power trip yeah and it was it was really crazy timing for like you said like 15 minutes apart and the lawyer lambert communicating with rosen and hey you're not gonna believe this and that was that was crazy stuff and the fact that neither one of them got down on one knee is just <laughs> of course yeah and uh that was one of the prop bets actually i i should have included on my prop bet sheet was uh what are the odds that lawyer lambert and rosie text during the ceremony right well which ceremony what are you talking about <laughs> yeah exactly so well super excited for everyone congratulations all around um just uh, that's awesome news uh you know obviously tommy got married in the fall so lots of love all around on the power trip and we'll talk more Maybe a little more about Tommy later. We'll see if he his name comes up uh, later on with one of the bits that we're going to do. Well, there was reason to celebrate in the Patreon update. Uh, we got some Patreon people paid in the last couple of weeks. So we did our happy hour and won uh, two of the four bets. You know, just batted 500 there. But 
Um, the good news is two people got paid, and it happened to be the ladies, uh, Josephine and Mallory. Congratulations. They were the benefactors of our wins. We did good on the totals. We had the Jets, Jaguars, and under, and we had the Wild uh, Sharks over. So we got both of those right, but unfortunately, we also bet on the Wild money line, and we bet on the Jets plus, I think it was two, and they got destroyed by the Jaguars. So... Um, yeah, so got a couple of people paid there. And then Smitty, one that involved you, uh, the, uh, the, uh, fantasy football league for our Patreon. Uh, you made it all the way to the semifinals. Um, unfortunately you got knocked out. Um, so you just got your money back along with Chris and the finals were between Steve and Ryan. Um, and of course everybody knows what happened, um, with the Buffalo Cincinnati game. And, uh, so we all, we ultimately just called out one a tie cause, uh, it was, it was going to be close and you know what, just, uh, just call it a tie, uh, move on from it. So, uh, so congrats Smitty for making the, uh, the semis. Thank you very much. And it was a narrow defeat that kept me out of the finals. And I, I'll be honest, Chuck, uh, that I'm not managing any fantasy leagues this year. And I'm glad I'm not because that was a, it was a, just a weird decision and really inconsequential compared to the reality that was going on. But, I, I just accepted the judgment of my commissioners in all of my leagues, and I think you made it absolutely the right call. Yeah, it was, and it was funny because I'm I was in a couple different. Um, actually, um, nobody cares about your fantasy football team. Um, I know Al's listening, uh, but uh, I was actually in the championship for two different leagues, and um, th- and they were all unique situations. Like in ours, we called it a tie. Um, one of them, I was clearly going to win. It would have been like I think Evan or uh, the. The kicker for the Bengals, uh, he would have had to hit like 30 field goals or something like that. <laughs> um, so it was, that was pretty clear. And so the commissioner made the j- judgment that I won that one. And then another final I was in the, uh, it, it was all over the board because it's a best ball and there were lots of players that still hadn't played and mm. the, the scores were kind of all over the place. And so the commissioner just made the decision to give everybody the average that that player scored over the last half of the season. So like he took like the last eight games and gave you the average score for the players you hadn't played. And then if that was, if it qualified for the best ball, then um, you got the points for that, which I thought was also very fair for that league and for that situation as well. So yes, uh, props to the commissioners, tough situation for them to be in and don't be mad at them. Um, nobody, nobody wanted to be in that. And most importantly, uh, Damar is doing fantastic. And that is, that is awesome news. Um, super scary. Um, but I think um, hopefully we can all breathe a sigh of relief and, um, and move on from that. So that's, uh, that's awesome news. And yep. I agree, Chuck. Nobody cares about your fantasy league, <laughs> especially Al. The, uh, I called him on Twitter because because I made that because po- I was seeing all these uh, tweets from people that were like, "Man, they got to replay this game." I'm, uh, you know, I need five more points from Jamar Chase, and I'm like, seriously, you know, nobody cares about your team to begin with, and then in this situation, we really don't care. And Al was like, "Quit stealing my bit," and <laughs> so I had to respond to him. Oh yes, I forgot to credit the patron saint of no one cares about your fantasy football team, <laughs> Al. <laughs> so. So props to Al for that one. All right. Well, let's get rolling with a bets update. Partridge, 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 Partridge. 
All right. Well, hey, the biggest news is, uh, yeah, we got to, we got within a hair of 69,420. I know Zach has got to be devastated. We were, I, I can't believe he didn't place a bet, uh, to get us there, but we finished the year, um, at like 69, I think 69,271 is now the record. So they hit 69. Props to Carly too. She came in on fire on that last day, wanting to bet to get us to sixty nine thousand. I think they fired off like five bets uh, at the uh, at the urging of Carly, and she actually won two out of the three bets that she placed. So uh, props to Carly on that. But Smitty, we came up just a hair short of sixty nine four twenty. And not surprisingly, Zach was the one that was really pushing for that specific number. But I think I think Corey was a little bit bored with it. And when he gets bored with bets, that's that's a bad sign. So that gives us something to shoot for this year, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great goal. And, I, and you could tell Corey was bored with the bets because uh, he made zero mention of the final betting standings. And there's probably a reason for that. Corey was at the <laughs> very, very, very bottom of the betting standings. Uh, he lost 1,700 last year. Tommy, of course, is our betting champion for the year. He won right around, I think it was 3850 was his final number. So congrats to Tomers. A couple golf majors will do that for you. So that's a good total for him. But yeah, Corey, uh, Corey, a lot of times when I tweet out like betting stats, Corey will bring them up, um, you know, in the next day or two. And yeah, I tweeted out the betting standings, not a word. So <laughs> a lot, and it's funny too, because there's a lot, there's a lot more people in red than there are in the black when, uh, when I, uh, put those together. So I think there were like something like 20 people that lost money on power trip betting this year well and that's those golf bets because when tommy wins one there's 14 people that lose and for some of them that's the only bet they make all year yeah quite a few i mean you had like the the pas the little bees uh people like that that that's all they did this year was uh golf major bets so yep Definitely has an impact. And they started the year off hot. You know, um, they, they, they really didn't end the week very hot. They didn't do much betting at all this week, but they did start off the year betting on the national championship game. So that's the one open bet we'll have for Monday night. Um, at the time, TCU was plus 13 and Hawk is riding TCU. Um, so he's, uh, he's sticking with it along with Lieber. Um, so they both got TCU versus Sauce, who took Georgia. Um, and Sauce immediately was like 200 bucks. Let's go. So it's a national championship game. Sauce went $200 on it. So, uh, Smitty, you have any strong opinions? TCU, Georgia? I don't have any strong opinions, but 13 points is a lot for a, for a national championship game like that. I think it's just important that they're going big for these things. No $20, $30. Let's go 200. I love it. Definitely. Yeah. And, it, you know, I heard a stat, um, I think it was yesterday where they said, I think it's the last, it's either the last four or five national championships. The, um, underdog team has won outright. So, um, betting, taking the points is a good thing. I think I ultimately will, um, will take the TCU side of it. Plus, George won last year. So I'd rather cheer for TCU anyway. So feels like the play, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a strong opinion on it. I'm not, um, I'm not elite when it comes to these two teams, but, uh, definitely worth, uh, watching. And, I'm definitely taking the over because these all these elite teams when they play each other, it the over seems to hit like 80 percent of the time. It's just crazy. You would think elite teams would have elite defenses, and that doesn't seem to be the case. Just put a lot of points on the board, and you get there. So, all right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. We're gonna have a little bit different twist on the quotes of the week. And now it's time. For the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Oh, yeah. 
had Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All right, Smitty, well, you're kind of in charge of quotes of the week. You got a little bit different flavor for us this week since Dave's out. I do, I do. So I, I thought about some good quotes, and I'll just mention that our good friend Andy got shout out as being called the Great Stink of London. I thought that was a great quote. <laughs> um, Chris made a Bandersnatch reference that uh, I don't know if it's even safe for this podcast, but then my quote of the week would have been when Chris Hockey was talking about old Fayed classes, and he said, do you guys have a mini tramp? And no one even heard Max say this. No one reacted to it. But he said, I had a mini tramp, but not in gym class. And I thought that was gold, as usual, <laughs> from our friend Max. But instead of doing a quote of the week, because of my uh, passion for mathematics, I'm going to actually bring in probably the only time we'll ever do this. Let's do the morning show math segment. These are my top three math references of the week for this last week. I will start it. with Ben. We'll start with Ben Lieber at number three. Um, they were talking about the the two weddings that are coming up and the receptions and the invitations. And Ben referenced the Venn diagram of these two weddings and the overlap and people going to both of them. And I thought that was a, a pretty solid reference. How high my would Ben look as, as like a teacher at the chalkboard drawing a Venn diagram? Oh, my gosh. I, his students would pay more attention to him than, than they do to me. <laughs> Um, my number two reference for math was when they were talking about the Mega Millions jackpot. And they they probably were talking about how big the, the jackpot was. But then Corey was stumped by the fact that the probability of winning with just the Mega Millions ball was, I think it was like one out of 25 or something like that. Yep. But then the odds were one out of 35. And there was this discrepancy. And he just couldn't wrap his head around that. And so I, I actually tweeted out and kind of explained that because there's other prizes that include that ball that lowers the probability. And I just like the, the discussion that came from that one. So that's my number two. Yes, there's multiple ways to win with the Mega Ball, not just the Mega Ball. So, yes, good, uh, good math from a math teacher on that one. Absolutely. But my number one math reference of the week goes to Mr. Zachary Halverson, believe it or not. <laughs> I know this one, too. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember where it came up. I think it was, they were talking about relativity and Corey did his usual, hey, Sauce, do you know what relativity is? And Sauce said something like, is that that A squared equals C squared thing? And Corey said, you forgot the B squared. And Zach says, oh yeah, I used that last, you know, last week or something like that because, and this is the best part. He used it correctly to calculate the, the diagonal distance from one corner of a hockey rink to the other corner of a hockey rink. I thought that was a fantastic Pythagorean theorem reference. I Yeah, I, I knew exactly where you were going with that. Like when you did your top three, I was like, Zach has to be number one because, you know, not, <laughs> not only did he use it properly, but it was Zach, my God. So wiper right? math came in handy there. I don't think he used the word hypotenuse. So I was a little, you know, take off like maybe a half a point for that because I don't remember him using the word hypotenuse. But uh yeah, congrats to Zach. I could I could just see Zach at home, you know, like get out the little slide rule, uh calculating calculating all the angles and hey, this is a right angle. I can calculate this. Yeah, it was great. I love it. <laughs> Well, that's brilliant. Well, yeah. And what, what are we calling this thing? We, we need to call it like, uh, Smitty power trip, power trip math or monster um, mathematics. We got to come up with some alliteration on it. 
this is a, this is a little humble brag here, but I, I used to be on KDWB once in a while doing, they did the morning show does math. So I don't know if we can just, yeah, Smitty morning show math. There you go. I don't, Smitty, I don't think they'd have a copyright on it. Okay. Well, let's go with it. <laughs> morning show math. If listeners have suggestions, we can, uh, we can drop it in there too. If, uh, we do, I like the math segment. I'm a math nerd. So why not? And I know, uh, a, a few people out there are math nerds because we like, e- even for the chart challenge, um, my friend Justin on Twitter, he, um, calculated a lot of like deep analytics on the chart challenge. And I was like, damn, this is, this is, uh, this is kind of cool. So uh, I liked <laughs> it for two reasons. Number one, it was like some deep analytics on the chart challenge. And number two, I didn't have to do the work. So it was, uh, it was a win-win there. So Perfect. shout out to Justin for that. It's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, one of the things that happened uh, this year, and I know Smitty, you're a big fan of this bit, is the uh, the Mike Grimm lyric drop. So um, obviously every uh, every week we'd give uh, Mike Grimm a lyric. He would drop it into the broadcast and they usually played those back um, for the final one of the year. They they hadn't really talked about it for the bowl game. Um, and Chris just decided since Syracuse was orange, he was going to use a lyric from REM's Orange Crush. And, uh, it was, uh, I, you know, I, I waffled. You and I even, uh, texted about this, Smitty. Uh, I waffled back and forth between whether I thought it was an elite troll by Chris or whether Chris just was the victim of a misheard lyric. Uh, so the line he gave him, was I've got my Sprite, I've got my Orange Crush. And as soon as I heard that, I kind of busted out laughing because I'm an REM uh, stan and uh, I obviously know the line is I've got my spine, I've got my Orange Crush. But, you know, you think about it, the hit, Chris's lyric is actually somewhat better. Uh, I've got my Sprite, I've got my Orange Crush. Like, I've, I've got all my uh, fruity drinks that I need here. So uh, I, I'm all set. So, um, Smitty, are, are you an elite REM stand? Did you catch that when uh, when Chris gave him the incorrect lyric? I'm not quite as elite as you are, but I did. My ears perked up when when he said that. But my thought was, oh, I always thought it was spine. I thought I was the one that was wrong because, like you said, it makes more sense. You're you're you know you're at the Seven Eleven. You're choosing your soda. I'm gonna got my Sprite. I got my Orange Crush. I have no idea what that song is about, but I am familiar with that song enough to recognize that that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it it definitely struck me very quickly. Yeah, but you're right. It is kind of like you're at the Seven Eleven and you're like Tommy. Oh oh, I got my Sprite. I got my Orange Crush. <laughs> I got my Chose. I got... <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, it was it was beautiful, and it kind of gave us, um, you know, it, it it allowed us to give a little Mike Grimm remix to the song. I've got my Sprite. I've got my Orange Crush. I've got my Sprite. I've got my Orange Crush. So yes, the uh, the Mike Grimm remix that'll be uh, available on a future REM album. Brilliant! <laughs> I love it, and it's actually it's like a it's a like an anti-war kind of song. So yeah, it's a it's a brilliant song. Like I uh, yeah I I could go on and on about REM, but I I only got to see him once, unfortunately, uh, live, and it's it was a top three show of all time for me. It was just absolutely brilliant. Except there were bats flying around at the show and kind of made me nervous and my wife still makes fun of me to this day that i was a little bit nervous at the rem show because there were bats flying around but oh well 
All right. The last thing that we want to do is our 2023 wishes. So these are kind of wide ranging. Some are power trip related. Some are not. Um, I, I kind of put out a list of ones for us. I'm not exactly sure which ones you have, but we'll just kind of go through the list. Um, I actually don't have one for some of these. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a new year, new opportunities, new horizons. Um, so we, uh, we'll talk about, uh, what we would like to see in 2023. And the first category, uh, we have here is a Minnesota sports wish. So, Smitty, uh, if you could make any wish for 2023 for Minnesota sports, uh, what would that be? Well, you sent me this list and I was looking at it and some of them I had some, some ideas right away. And this is one that I actually struggled with. I, I asked my daughter, I was just talking to her and she's like, well, like Vikings win the Super Bowl or twins win the World Series. And I, well, yeah, of course we all wish for that. But my specific wish is just that the twins will, when it comes down to crunch time, I want them to be buyers instead of sellers. I'd like them to make a deep playoff run. I used to love watching baseball so much as a kid. And now I'm just bored with it unless I've got a team. And it would just be so fun to have some twins playoff baseball to watch. Yeah, that that would be good. Uh, The flip side is we would have a chance to build on our 18 game playoff losing streak as well. So either way Uh that, you know, if they're like you said, if they're buyers at the deadline, I'm all on board with that because either way we can get a deep playoff run or we can extend the absolute grossest streak of all time. Yeah, no kidding. Well, my Minnesota sports, which, and again, same way, you know, I could go, obviously Vikings win the Super Bowl, probably not super realistic, you know, um, and that's going to be over right away. My, I have a very specific wish here. Not only do I want the wild to win the Stanley cup, if I could wish this into existence, I would love to see the wild win 16 straight playoff games to win the Stanley cup, which has never been done before. Um, it would live on forever. It would just be like the ultimate, ultimate way to win it and finally bring the Stanley Cup to Minnesota. Cause it, obviously I will take the Stanley Cup. If it takes them seven games in every series, I will obviously take that. But how kick ass would it be if the wild just swept four series in a row? There was no sweat. We coasted to the Stanley Cup and the Stanley Cup was parading around the streets of St. Paul in late June. And it would be even better if Jason Zucker was still with the team wearing the number 16. Oh my, oh, see how, 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 um, Sarah, what's the word I'm looking for? Sacramento, not sacramento, <laughs> serendipitous. That's the word. I'm, I was going through <laughs> these long S words and I was like, okay, there, serendipitous. Would that be if it, we, yeah, Jason Zucker 16, wild 16 and oh, that, that, that is my wish for 2023. All right. Well, next up was gambling wish. Smitty, did you have a gambling wish for 2023? Real simple here, Chuck. I just, I'm going to be part of the Vegas trip. A little uh, spoiler alert for the next wish we've got here, but I just want to hit a five game parlay. A sweet NCAA tournament, second round, one, two, three, four, five. Nothing too crazy, like maybe two to one odds done some of them, but uh, that, that's my wish. That's a, that's a, that's a great wish. Yes. Those, once you get into that like four or five range, that's, uh, those are, those are really fun to, to hit and very, very exciting and very much a sweat. Uh, th- my biggest one of all time happened on a Vegas trip. It was a seven game parlay. And that was all thanks to, uh, to our missing, uh, co-host, uh, power trip quotes who, uh, who gave me a bunch of baseball plays and I put the right combination together. So that was, that was definitely a lot of fun. So yeah, always great to hit that parlay. Um, I guess my gambling wish, uh, and this, like, this is like, I want to win mega millions, but 
everybody knows my game is PyGow. And right now at Caesars, they have a progressive PyGow jackpot that has not been hit in like forever. It is up to $6.5 million if you hit the progressive jackpot on PyGow. And I'm like, what a dream that would be to actually win that kind of a jackpot on a Vegas trip at my favorite game. So I'm hoping, just fingers crossed, that stupid thing doesn't hit in like the next couple of months. Um, I will definitely take a shot at it if it's uh, if it's still going when we're out in Vegas. All right. Well, save me a seat right next to you, buddy. <laughs> All right. And trans and this is a perfect transition. Vegas wish. Um, we both kind of reference Vegas a little, but do you have a specific Vegas wish for the trip this year? It, you know, the the best part about the Vegas trip is just you're walking around and hey, there's Tommy Olson and there's there's Musk and just the guys that were just hanging out. But I think I was I was witness to the event that I think was the biggest event of the last one. And that was the controversial who left a skid mark (laughs) on the couch. And so I had some insight into that and it was really fun to listen to the guys talking about that. So I don't know anything specific, but some kind of controversy that they talk about afterwards. And I can be like, Ooh, I know something about that. (laughs) Well, if you attend Carly's birthday party, I think there's going to be lots of controversy that happens around that. So (laughs) and lots of skid marks. I guess my biggest wish, you know, the greatest, one of the greatest moments, um, that didn't involve like anything personal with me, like gambling or anything like that, or things that we did uh, with friends and stuff, um, was just Carl hitting the jackpot. That was, it was one of the, it's one of the greatest moments in Mm -hmm. power trip history. Um, and to be there live for something like that was awesome. And, you know, it would be just like a repeat of it, but if the, if the jackpot is still going by the time we're in Vegas, it will be the all time record. And it would be just absolutely amazing to see that happen again in Vegas. Uh, it probably wouldn't have the same charm as the first time with Carl, but it would still be really cool. And especially if it was one of the rubes that we know, like, I think that I keep waiting, you know, we've had a, I think we got, I've had a couple of friends from, uh, from Twitter that have, uh, that have gotten through and called in, of course, haven't won it. But um, how how amazing would that be if it's like one of our friends or somebody that we know that calls in and hits the jackpot again in Vegas? So that's my my little Vegas wish. A little bit of re- a repeat of Carl, but uh, I th- I think that would be a ton of fun. Well, and that's you know that's what brought Carl into the group, and I think that was you know if it's not someone we know, well, hey, we just made a new a new power trip group friend. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, and Carl's an awesome dude. So. Um, power trip baby wish. Um, uh, I threw this one on here. Um, I, I, I don't know if you have one. I think if you do, it's probably the same as mine, but do you have a wish for a power trip baby? Well, I, I doubt if it's the same as yours. There's a, there's a few candidates, but obviously some of the leading candidates would be that there's a, a baby sauce and a, and a baby O tuning or joining us. And my wish is that. The due dates for these two babies will be so close that we can gamble on it. Oh, see that? See this? This is why you're genius. You uh, you absolutely trumped um, anything I was going to do with this. I was simply going to wish for a baby to, even though I think when um, when him and Seth announced their engagement, I set the over under on the arrival of baby Olson at like I think it's 2024. If I remember, I'll have to go back and look it up. I think it's like August of 2024 is what I set the over under at. 
Um, so, uh, so I, you know, I, I'd like it to be really close to that, but it, it, that's brilliant. Imagine, yeah, if they were, they were both, uh, they were both pregnant, we could gamble on it. There's all sorts of props, just like the rosy sauce wedding. There'd be a billion props that we could throw out there. So yes, props to you. That's, that's way better than just wishing for a baby. Oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, new power trip cast member wish. Um, is there anybody out there in the, the greater Minnesota world that you would like to see them add as sort of a regular part of the rotation of the power trip? Yes. I thought about this one. I, I kept going back to, to news people. You know, they've had Alicia Lewis and Janice Shortle, um, Frank Vassalero. A lot of these people have come in and been a part of the show, played initials. Um, I think. I think one that hasn't yet, uh, Reggie Wilson, who does sports for um, for Care 11, I think he'd be really good. But the one I keep coming back to, I think he would be a good fit for the chemistry of the show. I think he would get the bit. He's never been a part of the show, well, although they have talked about Paul Bloom, Fox 9. Paul Bloom, Fox 9. Oh, my God. Yes, he... <laughs> yeah, because I de- he definitely gets bits, obviously. So, yeah, that that's brilliant. I like I like that, uh, Mister uh, Mister Bloom. I don't I don't really know much about him other than Paul Bloom, Fox Nine. Well, yeah, and I I I you know I've heard him, and I just maybe just the way he talks or whatever whatever it is, but I just think he'd be a good fit. And who knows, maybe he'd be on there and it'd be weird, but let's give it a shot. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, mine, I got to thinking, I was, I was taking more of the sports angle on it. You know, we've kind of got Marnie and bonus in there to cover baseball and the twins. We've got, you know, Lieber's in there, um, to cover the football stuff and Tommy as well. Conzemius for um, the gopher stuff. You got Parrish, who's kind of the hockey guy, um, and Zach a little bit on the hockey side as well. So we've kind of got those covered. Max is about the only real basketball, um, aficionado that we have in there. And I think it would be really cool, um, and it'd be a great angle, and I'm extremely biased. Uh, and she's a friend of the fan. I would mm, love I to see this one. I would love to see Gopher head coach Lindsay Whalen as a regular guest. Now, obviously her schedule would be uh would be very uh, difficult to work around being the head coach of a college basketball team, but even just a more regular contributor, uh Lin- Lindsay's awesome. She is just like no nonsense. Um She's she has strong opinions, so I think that would be great. A lot like when they had Cheryl Rebon consistently. Um, you know, Cheryl's very much like that too. She's got strong opinions. Uh, she's not afraid to to speak her mind on things. And Lindsay's exactly the same way. And obviously, she's a native of my hometown of Hutchinson. Um, she's a god in Hutchinson. And uh, yeah, I, I think Lindsay would be absolute kick ass. It would be a great way to get some perspective um you know on on basketball because Lindsay's um, super knowledgeable about all levels of basketball pro college men's women's um and it would just be a, a great a great opportunity to to get somebody like her involved these are great wishes chuck nice job <laughs> all right power trip segment wish um I, I don't know if you had if you had any ideas on this one um about a potential new either weekly segment or you know recurring segment um, that you would like to see for 2023. So I, I don't have anything specific now, except I just, my favorite part is the, the one shot that they sometimes just throw in and you don't see it coming. And some examples I have are um, obviously Corey's usual suspects initials game that just came out of nowhere at the last segment on a Friday was just brilliant. Um, Chris hockey did one 
where they had this sound clip and I forget the specifics of it, but like some team somewhere else in the country was in the national championship and they lost and they accidentally played the other commercial. Like they'd recorded two different versions of this commercial. <laughs> and instead of playing the, well, even though the, the Bobcats lost, come on in the Buffalo wild wings and, and whatever, instead of playing that one, they played the, Hey, the, the Bobcats are the national champions and come celebrate with us. So Chris Hockey put together this segment where he was like, hey, I'm here live at the site of the Hindenburg and what a great successful day it was and everyone's celebrating. And and then he, he found another one. And hey, hey, I'm Chris Hockey live in Dallas for the JFK parade and what right. a great day it was and beautiful <laughs> weather. And it, I just, I listened to that segment so much. It was just so funny. So my wish is for them to keep being original. They've got great bits every week, but every once in a while just to have that brand new one-time idea that just makes the show so so amazing absolutely yeah and i totally miss sauce on the streets like i thought that was oh, yeah. so much fun because a, a few times it was just genius most of the time it was a complete disaster and either way it absolutely was hilarious so either way it was pandemonium yes always pandemonium <laughs> well mine my wish obviously is going to go back to gambling and um, it, it, but this is kind of multi-layered because what I would really like to see happen is Minnesota legalized sports betting. I think anybody that listens to this show is hoping for that. And I think there's, there's a shot at it this year. Um, we'll see, we'll see how the legislative session pay, session plays out. Um, but I would like, you know, obviously to get legalized and then for, you know, KFAN, the power trip to get some sports book endorsements, which um, I think any sports book that doesn't advertise on KFAN is going to be ridiculous. But I think that's going to be a major, major boom for the uh, for the for KFAN and for the power trip. And then do a gambling segment, you know, once a week with uh, in conjunction with the sports book. So um, I think, you know, that would obviously up the handle. That would get us very quickly to uh, the 69, 420 and maybe even bring in some some different angles, some things we haven't even thought about, you know, because, you know, I, I was calling him for a while doing giving them some random bets. And then obviously they place all their organic bets that they do throughout the year but maybe this would even bring in some different angles and stuff if they were in cahoots with a with a sports book so yeah so that's kind of a win-win-win for everybody we get legal sports betting um k-fan and the guys get a bunch of endorsements from sports books and we get the handle upped massively so that's my uh my segment wish and i would like to see one segment of our at some point this year because it's been forever it has it has all right. And last uh, on this list is a K-Fan wish, just a general K-Fan wish. Doesn't have to be Power Trip related. Uh, I don't know how much of the other shows you listen to, Smitty, but do you have any kind of a K-Fan wish um, outside of the Power Trip? Well, I feel like the the Power Trip lineup has been the same lineup for so, or sorry, not Power Trip, but the K-Fan with the power trip and then nine to noon and then common man and Barrero. And I don't know how long it's been, but it's been like that forever. And so as much as I love all the shows and I listen, not every day to all of them, but how would we mix something up? And what I came up with is I, I love PA and I wish the best for him. And I thought, well, what if he gets a national gig? Cause he's so amazing. What if he starts doing, you know, replacing Jim Nance or something like that, maybe not for golf, but for, for some of the stuff that he does. And so PA goes national, which means they get rid of that show. 
and maybe give the power trip guys their wish too. Maybe they could start at seven o'clock instead of five thirty in the morning. And so they could, they could take that late morning time block and just kind of mix things up a little bit. I guess that's my wish. All right. All right. That's interesting. Um, kind of maybe goes hand in hand with what my wish was. Cause I would love, you know, I, I, I like Max and Zach, uh, a lot. And, uh, you know, at times they just, they don't get enough airtime with all the guests and, you know, and, and Max, you know, if you listen to him on common show, um, you know, or when he's filling in elsewhere, I mean, he's, he's really good. He's got a good rhythm with everybody. Uh, I don't know that he could carry a show by himself. I think he's, he's one of those people that's just a good rapport person. And I, I think it would be really interesting to see what Max and Zach could do together, like on a Saturdays with sauce kind of show or, um, and maybe since you're talking about taking over, uh, the, the power trip taking over at seven, maybe five 30 to seven, Zach and Max in the morning. And, uh, oh, you know, there you go. That's good. They just have their opportunity to, uh, to talk because, you know, they, they're, they're good at ingesting a lot of stuff that, you know, the kids are talking about since we're old men. And, you know, it's, it's just lots of fun, different angles on things that um, I think that they could bring. And so, yeah, I just I my my general wish is that, you know, both of them would get a little bit, you know, bigger roles in whatever they're they're pursuing or whatever they're interested in. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that would be a, a cool way to go. Zach and Max in the morning, followed by the power trip at seven o'clock. I like it. That sounds great. And I I I hesitate to say let's have a shorter power trip show. But I think if they had a shorter power trip, if they could sleep in a little bit, we might get more years of the power trip in the future. There you go. Sacrificing the short term to build for the long term. I like it. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, those are our wishes for 2023. We'll see if any of them come true. We'll have to I'll I'll have to pull up this uh, podcast at the end of the year and see if anything even remotely close to happening. (laughs) Any of these happen. But. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll cheer for them and, uh, and hope that at least, uh, some of these partially come true in, uh, in 2023. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, we're, we're not going to do a lock of the week this week. I will tell you, if you really pay close attention to the NFL week 18 lines, it can kind of be like preseason and you can get, uh, you can get some amazing plays in week 18. Um, I haven't, unfortunately, most of the ones that are out there right now, the line has moved so much on them that like everybody kind of knows. And so the one thing I would say just in general is week 18 overs um, seem to be pretty consistent. So if you're going to play any trend this week, I would just hit all the overs and um, I might do that today. We'll see. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Smitty, thank you so much for joining us. You've been an awesome feeling. You kind of stole the show a little bit. So <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us. Where can people find you on the old interwebs? Well, I'm at, at Um Smitty on Twitter, and I guess that's about it. I'm only, I don't do the Instagram thing or anything like that. So at Um Smitty on, on Twitter. And it All is right. always a pleasure, Chuck, to be a part of the best podcast about a podcast, about a radio show, about yoga pants and breasts in the business. It is. We, we've been number one for quite some time now. So, uh, very, uh, very much at the top of our category. <laughs> I'm, and I'm glad they have so, uh, such a diverse category for us. So, <laughs> all right. And I am, of course, at Power Trip Bets on Twitter and PT Bets on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye bye now.